Hey, everybody. Oh, God. New Year. My goodness. 2023. 2023. <laughs> first Tech Strong Research Review of 2023. I'm Mike Rothman, GM of Tech Strong Research, Chief Strategy Officer of Tech Strong Group. Mitch Ashley, CTO, Principal, working with Mike on research. Who are you? What? I'm, I, what, Mitch? Who are you? Oh, I'm 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 a guy that hangs out. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That guy in class. Which, which class does he belong to? I don't know, but he's been here eight years. <laughs> yes, he's been he's been here for a while. We're not quite sure what he does, but he's just <laughs> kind of here and around here. No, we all know what Mitch does. He he keeps you know kind of everything stitched together and keeps me honest and and helps out with all all sorts of stuff. So. um Happy New Year, my friend. You know, it was nice to have a couple of weeks off. We we haven't recorded since, I think, mid-December. Um, so it was nice. You have a good holiday. Everything was good on that front. We we did. I won't talk about Southwest Airlines, but maybe I will. We'll, we'll... <laughs> Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. We did technical yeah. debt. Let's just say technical yeah. debt, you know, came back and, and hit them in the head upside. Uh, I think know, it's technical deep. karma is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. So Maybe. anyway, on another topic. That it is. So, you know, I think for our first review of the year, we kind of wanted to go into one, a little reminder that predict is this Thursday. So Mitch and I have been just again in the coal mine, not really, you know, kind of seeing much about what's going on out there, really focused on, you know, kind of documenting the trends that we think are going to happen uh, in 2023. Um, really things that you need to think about and watch out for in our clear four areas of coverage. Uh, DevOps, obviously DevOps, right? Cloud native, security, and digital transformation. Uh, we've got great panels. We've got, you know, kind of a number of, of different, you know, kind of research initiatives uh, we'll be talking about, you know, again, relative to, to our trends. Uh, so it's very exciting, and it really sets us up for the rest of 2023 from a research agenda standpoint. So it's been a ton of work, but uh, we're certainly very excited about Predict uh, this week. So come sign up, register, you know, come say hello. And, you know, if you do miss it live, our, uh, all of the sessions will be uh, up on the, uh, on the website. Um, events is where you can find it out. I think it's strong events. Exactly. So I guess when we think about 2023, Mitch, I mean, you know, let's kind of go into what's going to be different, right? What's going to be the same, you know, is it more of the same crap we've been dealing with? Is something fundamentally different? Are we going to see, you know, some new technology that's going to totally change and impact everything that we do, uh, right? Or is it going to, again, going to be kind of run rate, you know, let's get through the day still grappling with this remote work thing and, you know, trying to, again, kind of make progress on our initiatives that, you know, kind of got started last year. You know, it, I mean, so fast we could go down. And one I wanted to mention is I'm hearing this term silent hiring. You know, we've heard retiring in place or, you know, quitting in place, that kind yeah. of thing. Now there's this term, maybe HR folks just need new terms. You know, they want to be cool too. But anyway, it, it's it's not hiring people every time for a role that you need. It's repurposing or giving people an opportunity to move into other areas with existing staff or it might be contracting, consulting, that kind of thing, which is not unusual for downturn, right? If you're not going to hire, you still got to get stuff done. And, 
you probably don't have every talent that you need on staff and so give people an opportunity. So you think about downturns, you know, folks are always concerned about jobs and things like that, but there is opportunities as well. Um, and if you ended up losing a job, you've always can go into contracting, consulting and kind of fill in the gaps and while you're looking for the next position or be proactive and say, I know we have a need in this area. I know we're interested in AI. I actually been studying it or whatever. I'd like to help out. What, whatever you can do to kind of step up. And I think that's a good thing to do during tough times is we all need people to step up all the time, but especially when we're being challenged. Yeah, that, that's right. And let, let's kind of dig in on, on the whole tough times thing a, a little bit, because, you know, again, is it going to be a soft landing? Is it going to be, you know, a full on recession? Is it going to be, I, I mean, you know, there are a lot of different ways to, you know, kind of analyze this. Um, but what's interesting is, I, again, I've been in security for a long, long time, right? So, so I've been through a number of these different cycles, looking mm -hmm. at it specifically from a security standpoint. And it always seemed that, when security started to slow down, we were, you know, close, if not at the bottom of the typical business cycle, right? Because security is viewed as something that's very, very critical, you know, can't back off those investments, bad things happen when, you, you know, you don't continue uh, to, you know, invest in, in the security environment and security infrastructure. Uh, and then it tends to be one of the earlier technologies to recover, Right. Once we kind of get out of that trough uh, and start to head back up the, the the business cycle, security tends to be one of the earliest ones that, that recovers. Well, we have started to see that slowdown in security. Right. So that is heartening from the standpoint that says we're probably closer to the end of this downturn than to the beginning. But that being said, it also means that at the trough, you know, folks, Again, all bets are off. Right. You know, so so what happened from a budget standpoint, maybe folks continue to invest. We'll see, right? We'll see if that stuff happens and our projects got pushed out at the end of the year. We'll see if those come back onto, you know, kind of the agenda for Q1 or, or even into, into Q2. But from a planning perspective, again, we've still got to focus on the business outcomes, right? What are we trying to do with this technology? So it's not a lot of just technology for technology's sake. Uh, it really is about let's kind of, again, when we're fighting for scarce resources, we have to be able to make that business case for why this investment is important. And again, just poking fun a little bit. I don't know that Southwest Airlines is going to have a lot of problem getting some investment to update those systems that have been largely the same for sure they were you know, the last 20 years. <laughs> right. You know, so they're going to invest because they have to right? their technical debt got to be overwhelming from that perspective. But other things that aren't as obvious. Again, I think we're going to have to get better and sharpen our tools in terms of, you know, kind of how do we present that case to the business folks to get the resources we need to execute on the projects that will impact business. Well, if you need to step into a new industry, doing a business case analysis on Southwest Airlines is what every MBA student will be doing for the next fifty yeah. years. But anyway, yeah. that's all total, total fiasco, but, but you know, notwithstanding. You know, you and I've been through downturns before and also been in startups during downturns. But sometimes it's kind of the crucible. Uh, if you haven't proved the model by now and you've been going at it, spent a lot of money, yes, you might get shut down or you might get, you know, significantly trimmed down. But it's it's also, you know, things have changed. Whenever they kind of lock up and you've got to tighten up and focus on some certain things, 
people also, when they look to recover, it's a good time to say, well, how are we going to do this differently? Oh, well, hey, Mitch and Mike and their startup company have done something interesting. Now it's time to take advantage of that. So in that upswing is often a, an opportunity for entrepreneurs to, you know, to step into the market or have something to step in the market with. So they're also investing in R&D and developing product or maybe getting with customers, even though they may not buy, be buying at the moment. No, I, I think that's right. And, and, and let's kind of relate that back to the uh, reality of what folks have to do in our spaces, right? So again, we kind of came up and we're doing predict this year. And we're going to see, you know, a bunch of trends documents that are coming out of, of text growing research. Uh, and let's just hit pretty quickly each of the four topics and, and really relate to how our main theme, you know, kind of starts to be colored or, you know, kind of impacted by, you know, kind of the economic environment, right? So if we start with DevOps, right, our main theme is long live DevOps, right? Because that's this whole idea that, well, DevOps, is dead, you know, people aren't doing DevOps anymore. SRE is shiny and sexy and platform engineering is going to replace it. Uh, and the reality is none of those are really the case. What we're talking about is DevOps as a framework, right? As a process, as a mechanism to build the raw, you know, kind of the raw materials, which is really just intellectual property at this point into business value, right? We're going to do that through some type of DevOps pipeline. And that's not going to change regardless of whether we're investing, whether we're contracting, whether we're revisiting different projects. Innovation is driven in a DevOps mindset now. So I don't really see a lot of, you know, impact to, you know, kind of the framework, impact to the mentality. How quickly can we get there, right? That may change a little bit, but you know, I mean, for the most part, I do think that, you know, kind of DevOps is, is front and center, whether you want to call it that or, or play around with the words. Uh, I think that remains front and center, regardless of, you know, kind of the economic cycle. It, it's something that I say often, which is DevOps is not a technology. It's how you create software. It's, it's the approach, this culture, the mentality. And I think DevOps has proven its resilience in how it's expanded by itself. Others have adopted principles and concepts of DevOps and AI ops and data ops and Astrac ops, right? There'll be a new one next week, which I'm actually fine with because that says people find something of value that they apply in their domain. So, you know, I think DevOps is dead is clickbait. And that's kind of, if you, if you truly believe that, I think you don't know what DevOps it really is. You're stuck on the technology standpoint, but I think I think the other part of it is what DevOps is now is not what it's going to be a year or two or four down the road, right? It, it will continue to evolve, just as technology will push it, organizations adopting, pushing it, other factors. Um, will it be around with us forever? Well, we still have monolithic applications, so yes, it'll be with us forever. Um, but it will evolve and change, and maybe something else will step in and be kind of the next next um, kind of plateau of where we go with it, but it'll be a stepping stone onto whatever that is. Yeah, that, that's right. And, 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 you know, now we kind of think a little bit about cloud native, right? So cloud native theme is the long march. And this is this idea of really cloud native technologies, cloud native projects starting to become the underlying foundation uh, for, again, a lot of the technology, you know, kind of infrastructure that, that we're moving uh, forward and building a lot of this modern environment, modern development uh, on top of. Um, it doesn't happen quickly, 
right? We're talking about, you know, a long march. It's something that took decades, you know, for other major kind of technology waves, whether it was client server or, you know, the LAMP stack or, or what have you. It didn't happen overnight. So cloud native is not going to happen overnight, regardless of the fact that we spend most of our time in cloud native land. So we may get a little bit of a color view from that perspective. But in this downturn, right, in a time where we're, where we're constrained, if anything, that buys us a little bit more time, right, to really refine the technologies. Part of what we're talking about is the enterprise capabilities around things like Kubernetes starting to become more mature, right? So that we can start to, you know, say we can support mission critical workloads, you know, kind of in this cloud native environment. And I think if anything, taking, you know, kind of the foot off the gas gives us time to digest a lot of this new technology that we've kind of thrown into the mix uh, over the last couple of years. And the great thing about it too, Mike, is it isn't just dependent upon buying products. Yes, there's technology that we learn from our suppliers. But, you know, Kubernetes is open source, open telemetry for observability and, and, and uh, tracing, uh, distributed tracing. You know, microservices is a design concept. It's not a product. There's a, you know, there's open source for service mesh. So you can apply some of these things and start to use it if, or take it to the next level, in part through open source. It's a great initiative, a way to initiate it if you haven't already and really learn from it because it's sort of like in driving school and in, in, uh, if you're a race car driver, you don't take this track at full speed when you're first time you go out, right? You, you know the track in your mind and you know the apex of every curve and you know how to take it. Well, you don't get there day one, lap one. And that's what some of this time can afford you to do is to learn it. Yeah. Now for security, our theme is security is job one. Right. And and again, I, I think we don't need to get into that technologies and the management. You know, we're going to go all through that, you know, kind of both that predict as well as, you know, kind of as we move forward into Q1, Q2 and the, and the rest of the year. Right. But the real idea here is it's not even a technology that we're thinking about with this. Right. It's not a new innovation. It's not. It's the mindset. Right. That security is critical, that everybody has to think about it, that it needs to be baked into a lot of what we're doing from a DevOps standpoint, from a cloud native standpoint, as we think about digital transformation, which we'll get to. Uh, right. We have to really start to consider and again, kind of how do we ensure that a mindset of protection starts to permeate through everything that we're doing? And again, I don't think that's related to the downturn. If anything, it gives us time to revisit a lot of those motions, revisit a lot of those philosophies, policies, et cetera, uh, and, and really, again, give us time to ingest and, and integrate a lot of what it is that we've been trying to protect over the last couple of years. And I think it, security has had the fortunate uh, event of expanding into more than just traditional network protocol, protecting devices security. It's gotten into application security. It's gotten deeper into cloud security. It's gotten into APIs. It's moved into areas that we haven't been in heavily before. And now we were at the table in 2022. We're got, getting ourselves there. And I think that's now's take the time to take advantage of that and continue to, to continue that motion going that direction and expanding what your group does through your collaboration with other teams as well as your own knowledge and skills. So it's, you know, we, we talk about more of the same, but it's more of the same with more breadth. 
right? Yep. And it is a, it, everything is security and everything's about everything. That, that's right. It's kind of think about the tentacles of security really starting to, you know, kind of become more enmeshed with, you know, everything that we're doing. And finally, digital transformation, you know, last but but certainly not least, I think this is the one where we do see significant impact from the fact that investment is going to decrease, right? So again, and, and the reality is due to the pandemic, due to, you know, kind of the advent of remote work, we've done years of digital transformation in a very short amount of time, right? So our theme is day two is now. So day one, you know, that initial wave of transformation uh, has happened right now. Where do we go now? What do we do? And the reality is, again, I think that, you know, kind of a lot of new projects, if there isn't a very clear business value outcome driver, right? Not new revenue, not new, you know, kind of opportunities, but, you know, really a way to streamline the existing business because that's what folks are going to be thinking about in the first half of 2023, right? How do we improve our operations? How do we make our environment more efficient? If the digital transformation uh, initiative kind of contributes to that, great, right? full speed ahead on those kind of things. But if it's opening up new areas of revenue, if it's trying to gain competitive advantage, if it's rolling out, you know, totally new product lines in, in a time where we just don't know when things are really going to recover, we obviously have much more significant capital requirements and issues uh, for companies that are, that are, uh, you know, just operating today. I, I just don't think that it's safe to assume that we're going to have the same level of investment. So I think that digital transformation is really about completing the swing on, on a lot of the initiatives that were already in flight uh, and making sure that, again, you're thinking about where to go when stuff starts to warm up, but don't get kind of attached to, you know, initiating those projects, maybe anytime in 2023. I think we may be having a different conversation early in 2024, but that's kind of what we see uh, for 2023. Well, it goes back to our theme for predict the whole conference is about stand and deliver, right? And that's, if you take those other three areas and put it in the context of digital transformation, we're not in the crazy days of a domain name will fund your startup, right? Or, or an idea will fund your digital transformation project. Maybe weren't exactly that crazy, but now it's 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 time to take those other things and deliver and and use what we know, continue to learn what we need to learn by applying it to do that. But we want it, we need outcomes, we need results. You know, it isn't just let's flip to cloud native because that's the next cool thing. It's well, why, where, and what pieces of it. It, it doesn't have to be, it isn't an all or nothing transition. Same thing for DevOps. It isn't just let's you know, throw it open. Everybody now do DevOps and thou shall do it. No, let's be really smart. Uh, let's create centers of excellence for, for cloud native, et cetera. So it's, I think you, know, you, you say this all the time, Mike, about, you know, it's about the business. It's about the business outcomes. And we have to keep that in mind that the technology is here to serve that purpose. And if it doesn't have customer positive impact, it doesn't have a revenue cost savings, it's hard to justify everything on cost savings. So you need some things that are going to propel you forward. And, and I think, you know, kind of going back to the Southwest example, I, I two things I want to say about it. Yes, it was technology failure and underinvestment in systems for their scheduling and for their baggage systems and all that. Yeah. It, but it also pointed out a couple of things. One, some complexities about their business model and how they and not do hubs or whatever. But it also pointed out that 
at a certain scale of either volume or chaos or both, you can't throw people at it. And that had been there most operandi when things went, you know, hell in a handbasket. Let's just all get in conference rooms and we'll manually schedule all this stuff. It was beyond what any of it could do. And so everything fell apart. So it's a good time to say, what are those failure points for us? And let's take steps. We don't have to fix it all, but what things do we need to shore up? So um, when we maybe make the wrong product launch choice, we're going to pivot. We need to pivot fast. Let's retract and move forward. That's right. So again, when we have to tighten our belt, we have to become more agile. We have to focus on the stuff that aren't necessarily dependent on funding. Right. So there's again, there's a lot of work we can do, education, culture, philosophy to move forward with certainly frameworks like DevOps, certainly, you know, kind of the impact of security and, you know, the security and protection mindset. Cloud native, again, it gives us an opportunity to really digest a lot of this new technology, let the the tools cook a little bit, mature a little bit, so that we can really start rolling out enterprise class, mission critical workloads uh, in, you know, again, the, the short term future, right? You know, two, three, four quarters, we'll think we're going to start to see rapid evolution uh, on that front. Uh, and for digital transformation, again, really focus on, you know, kind of the stuff that is going to drive business value in the short term and don't get attached to, you know, a lot of these new uh, innovation types of, of projects. Because again, I just think those initiatives uh, are going to be pulled back on this year. So that's what we're thinking, right? For 2023, you'll get that and a whole mess more at Predict on Thursday. So make sure you uh, log in and uh, and come, uh, you know, listen to what it is that we have to say. And then check out our trends research. So they'll be published up on, on the sites. I know we'll be doing some, you know, work on each of our editorial sites to start to introduce those concepts. Uh, but our whole model is built on feedback. So if you think we're full of crap, please tell us. Right. If you don't think we're right or you have a different take on stuff, we really want to hear that. So keep the uh, uh, feedback flowing. Uh, come uh, and uh, and check out Predict. Uh, and again, I'm excited for 2023. I think, uh, you know, it's going to be bumpy, but in that bumpiness comes opportunity. And I think there's going to be a ton of opportunity for folks that, again, specialize in DevOps, cybersecurity, cloud native infrastructure and digital transformation, which is our wheelhouse, right? Mitch, any other parting thoughts before we sign off for this episode? One other thing I want to say about Predict is, is we we live by what you just said, which is feedback and test us. You tell us where we're full of, you know what? Um, and we do that at Predict. It's not just uh, you and I pontificating like this for a whole you know morning and afternoon. It is our, our us discussing what our uh, we see the trends are, what's happening in those four areas. But then we have people who are totally unrelated to us. We have panels for each one of those topics, actually several panels, where we test those theories. They're going to say, "I agree," or "I think you're full of baloney," and here's why. And we're going to just debate it. So you'll get more than just our viewpoint. You will get a collection of thought leaders from around the industry, some practitioners, technology providers. And that's, to me, you know, as a CTO or CIO, that's what I need. I need I need to get some perspective on this. And I don't want just one, one or two people. I want to understand what people are thinking who are trying to apply this to. So that is some of the value you'll get out of Predict and, and our work. Because we'll- And our work. Yes, this. 
All right. Thanks, everybody. We will see you next week with our next episode of Tech Strong uh, Research Review. And uh, until then, we will see you at Predict. Uh, and if not, we will see you next week in the review. Good to see you, everybody.